And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another edition of The Barbecue Show. We're so glad you chose to join us today, uh, The Barbecue Show. Don't forget to check us out. Uh, you can do it online or on all the socials. I don't well, know what social Just Instagram and Facebook. Uh, why don't we have a TikTok? We you get asked TikTok. about that. And we then here's, the, here's and... the thing. And I, I, and I want I want you to know I love you. Okay. Who's going to do the videos for our TikTok? You don't even send me photos of what you cook. I, so I take them. <laughs> you should see the size of the tomahawk I did I, two weekends ago. I forgot you, to tell you about you last week on the show. <laughs> you literally were giving me a big story about this tomahawk off air. And I'm like... Wait, you didn't take a photo of this? He's like, I did. Didn't I send them? Nope. Man, anyway. Hey, thanks welcome, for joining the show. Welcome to the barbecue show. <laughs> We're so glad you joined us today. Really exciting guest today, Stunt. That I you you found him. Uh tailgatespices.com. That's right. We were up at training camp and they're selling these spices. The proud partner of the Minnesota Vikings. I'm like, well, right. who's this? Let's get them on the air. Yeah. And a so, uh, really nice guy, Ben, is going to join us and talk about the creation and discovery of Tailgate Spices. Yeah. And, yeah. and kind of fun, kind of fun. So hopefully uh, you'll enjoy that. We'll chat with him coming up in just a little bit. What did you do last week? Uh, last week we smoked, oh my gosh. So obviously we had our first Vikings game. We had ribs, right, chicken right, wings. Right, right. We had a pizza dip. And we had pulled pork. Uh, pulled pork was put on afterwards to have for the next week, but uh, phenomenal. Oh, that's cool. So that, that sounded like fun. I, I, it was it was pretty good. Um, I honestly was just trying to mess around with some recipes. I'm using a lot of peach right now for my ribs. And so I'm kind of trying to figure out the best way to do that with uh, peach and hot honey. So that's my combination I'm working with. I was talking with somebody the other day. I was talking about hot honey. Do you go to, where do you go? Nicolet? Um, for your hot that? honey. For the honey? And the one I've been using Billy was actually B2B. It was at the uh, farmer's, uh, market? farmer's market That's recently. A, somebody was telling me, I think it was above and beyond John, said they saw you at the farmer's yeah, market they did. getting spicy honey. He was walking. Yes, <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. Yep. You what about you? What did you cook last week? my grass. You know, um, you know what we did? We went, uh, we went chicken crazy this week and uh, a little sous vide crazy. Oh. You want to know the best part? Zero lifting from the jakester. <laughs> I did almost not. I felt like I should re, like I should uh, turn in my uh, my badge, my barbecue show guy badge. I was like, this is great. I came home from golfing. <laughs> Tough and, gig. And uh, the sous vide's out running. I just assumed my wife was doing something in it. I didn't even ask. And then she said, because she said earlier, we're going to do chicken. Make sure you're ready. <laughs> I said, all right. And she goes, barbecued chicken, but not barbecued with a white sauce. Ooh. That was Amazing! Yeah, it sounds good. It was really good, and it was like a like you know, we basted it just like you would any other chicken, except you know with like a normal barbecue sauce. But we did it this way, and of course, um, so we did a bunch of them with the white sauce. We left a bunch uh, plain, just yep. a little seasoning, S and P and G, and then uh, we did some with regular like uh, barbecue, barbecue. Nice. And so uh, yeah, it was great. It was delicious. And then it turned out the sous vide was um, little mini cheesecakes. In little, uh, like, four-ounce, uh, what do you call it, like, canning jars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Oh, they were delicious. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, so oh, it, was, really uh, it was pretty cool. So that was, uh, that was like, the you know, the and like and all I did was grill. And most of the grilling, I left to above and beyond John, and I just sat there and talked smart a lot, 
And he just hand, I handed him a beer every once in a while, and he just kept doing it. <laughs> you, so, I tell you what, it, it's, oh, good, it's, smash it's potatoes. good to be Jake. Smash potatoes, too. I do love smash potatoes. Uh, John took over the smash potatoes. I moved to the to the grill to handle the chicken. Because, okay. you know, chicken anytime, any, I'm a fan of this either way, but especially if you're basting chicken, you got to rotate every couple minutes. Right. You got to keep rolling it. Just like when if you have a big steak. Uh, and if you watch the the guys on TV, you know, like uh, Gordon Ramsay and those guys, this was the one thing they always preach. Every 30, 20, every uh, 30 to 40 seconds, flip that thing. Just keep, flip it. Cl- keep flipping it so that it so, cooks evenly. Some would consider that overhandling. I agree. Some love it that way. When Gordon Ramsay's telling me to do that so that you get a nice crust without overcooking one side and, and to, you don't penetrate as deep if you flip it. Yeah. And you flip it, then you're starting over again. Chicken, I go every 15 to 20 minutes. I roll it. Okay. So depending, and as we get closer to done, I roll it more often. So well, anyway, see, that's We've it. learned. Yeah. Yeah. And seasoning is the key. And don't be afraid, like my wife, you, it's not, you, you really have to work hard to over-season. <laughs> Make sure you properly season that thing. Speaking of which, we got to talk with Ben from Tailgate Spices. Before we do that, though, we should get to the barbecue show tip of the week. That was right. nice. That was nice. Yeah. I like that a lot. So today, I actually want to talk about ribs, because I put the, my ribs on last week. I put a lot of seasoning on, and the girlfriend's mm-hmm. like, that's a lot of seasoning you're putting on there. Right. I use three different seasonings. I layer it on there, and then that's what we cooked with and through the smoking process. And I said, you have to trust this, because a lot of seasoning will fall off during the cooking process. Mm-hmm. Either it's getting scraped off as you're moving it, or it's getting scraped off, uh, or just getting burnt or melted off, if you will. Right. So when you're seasoning for the grill, keep that in mind, You can, especially if you a bigger piece of meat, you can always afford to over-season. Right. Ribs, you got pork butts, you got briskets. Don't be afraid to over-season. It will not come back to haunt you. Yeah, a lot of that will fall off. Now, with that said, a good uh, caveat is uh, a lot of people like to use a binder. Yes. The binder is there to hold the seasoning on. Mm-hmm. So if you're using a binder, keep that in mind and season appropriately. But if you're not using a binder, I never bind. I just season heavily. Then let you know, If you're going to let it season heavily, it's great. Let it sit, that stuff soaks on before you move it onto the smoker or the grill. All right, great tip of the week. Let's do this. When we return, we'll chat with Ben from Tailgate Spices, official partner of the Minnesota Vikings. That's next on The Barbecue Show. Stick around for more of The Barbecue Show right after this. Welcome back to The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome back to the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake Stunt. It's guest time. That's right. And we have a special guest, Ben from Tailgate Spices. Glad you can join us. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Happy to be here. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a pleasure. So uh, I, I always like to ask when it comes to uh, spices and sauces and rubs, Ben, um, how'd you, how'd you get out on your own? I mean, obviously you, you experimented at home and created what you liked. W- what was that step of getting to, you know, the big time? Yeah, well, it's kind of fun. So it starts with, you know, tailgate spices, obviously tailgating, Um, being a, you know, diehard Vikings fan, always have tailgated. And I also have a big marketing background. I actually own a marketing company called Skull Marketing and used to work at Google. And so I was kind of sitting in the tailgate lots one time with kind of our concoctions, if you will, and kind of really was just sitting there talking with a couple friends. And really what ended up happening was, we started coming up with funny names for the spices after a couple beers. And it, um, so like that always helps intentional. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get the juices long. So intentional grounded beef seasoning, personal fowl seasoning, 
uh, Kale Mary, you know, those types of, <laughs> of ones. I love it. And so we were sitting there, and I was like, well, why don't we do this, guys? And so, you know, people seem to love our tailgate food. We have a great time here. And so we kind of just started the brand sitting there in the tailgate lots, you know, before a Vikings game, after a couple beers, and really said, hey, why not? Why can't? You know why can't we do this? And we went for it. All right, I don't want to gloss over the top of the top the, the two things you kind of mentioned there. You own a company called Skull Marketing. Was, was that any relation to the Vikings? Or is that just your own thing? Well, that's my own thing, but it's actually kind of fun because I actually work with a bunch of former Vikings. So oh, I so I so we work. I have a fifteen person agency here in the Twin Cities that I started eleven years ago. Um, but we've also grown into so we work with. Um, you know, Chuck Foreman, Tommy Kramer, Carl Eller, Paul Krause, really cool. Griffith, Stu Boyd. The list keeps going on. We've got about a dozen different players, and we actually help them with their personal brands, personal um, appearances, and memorabilia and merchandising as well. Okay, that's that's really awesome. Okay, that's my first thing. <laughs> and you also glossed over quickly the, just the fact you used to work at Google. Like, that's a yeah. pretty impressive background, <laughs> and now also have a tailgate spice company. Yeah. So yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I used to work at Google before I started the, uh, my marketing company. Um, and it was obviously yeah, a very fun, informative, uh, you know, a couple of years. I worked two years there and actually they wanted me to move to California to kind of further my career. And I had kind of joked with them that it'd be too hard to fly back to Viking games every other weekend <laughs> in the fall. So I would have to decline. And so I decided to stay here in Minnesota some people think I'm crazy because of the winter. Sometimes I think I'm <laughs> crazy as well, but really love Minnesota, born and raised here. So I decided to stay here and it said, hey, why not go off on my own? So I started school marketing. That then, you know, got uh, connected with a bunch of the players. And then that even led me into kind of some of the synergy with tailgate spices as well. Absolutely. So when did the spices actually take off? When did you make it a company? Uh, we made it a company uh, at the end of 2021. So okay. In the middle of COVID. So rather new, but then you just, immediately you guys get to be partnered with the Minnesota Vikings as well, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, we're so we're actually official partners of the Minnesota Vikings. So you know, uh, you might see us at game, on game days, at training camp, um, at you know, with the logos and just at different events and draft parties and stuff like that. But it's been uh, just you know that was the first year this year of that partnership. It's going very well, and uh, we're very excited, obviously, from a personal standpoint, but also a professional standpoint too. So Ben, I'm uh, I'm always curious. You, you, obviously, you know you've got your spices, and and did you? St- I'm looking through your website actually as we speak, which is uh, tailgate uh, uh, tailgatespices.com, right? Yep. Okay. So and I'm anyway. I'm glancing at this, and I see I see you know like you'd mentioned pigskin pork. I see ground beef seasoning. I see bloody mary seasoning. I see vegetables. Se- I mean, you've got everything from. Uh, you know, I mean, you've got seasoned salts. You've got a little bit of everything. How did it start? Did it start as as just like some spice, or did it start more as uh, over the grill? Yeah, so it, it kind of started more. Honestly, it started with the top three. We kind of call them our OGs of our chicken, pork, and beef, because obviously that's kind of what we utilize kind of the most. Right. And so it kind of started with what we were kind of making, and then kind of just expanded from there because just with the other things that you can kind of grill and our newest one is actually our red zone spicy seasoning. So, um, and some of those, you know, again, some of the synergy just started happening once we started making these going, Hey, what else can we kind of add to this or also listening to customers, family, friends, and what else they were kind of doing and saying, Hey, let's kind of put this into there. 
No, I don't. I, and that's cool. I like to start there. And I don't want to. I don't want to start any controversy. <laughs> and I don't want to turn this into a sales pitch. Here but we go. Title Town Season Salt. What are we doing, man? What are we? Uh... Yeah, I, so it's funny. I have two other business partners, and I got outvoted. So what we, what we essentially did, and, and actually you'll be seeing some more on there, is so for the Season Salt is they're the exact same formula, but our kind of marketing strategy, if you will, and just kind of what we were kind of going for is that every Season Salt's the exact same. We just changed the label. So gotcha. It allows for every team so the season salts are all the same, but now you can get your own team. Um, and, you know, we spice get kind of piled those. Exactly. So we've got Spice Yuma for the Gophers, Skull Season Salt. We've got Duh uh, Spices coming out for the Bears, Spice Kingdom for the Chiefs. Oh, wow. Spices for the Cowboys. So we've got more of the season salts. Again, they're all the same. We just change the label so that we can have some fun with being able to kind of get some of the other teams involved. And there's that marketing background right there. And Ben, I don't want to, yes. <laughs> I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but you don't have to, you don't have to come on here and lie. Everybody knows duh spices are the best. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm both a Vikings fan and a bears fan. It's a curse for really. Well, yeah. I, I, I moved to the, I moved to Wisconsin in, um, the early '80s, mid '80s, and really discovered football as a as a teenager for the '85 Super Bowl season of the Bears. Oh, that'll do it for you. Yeah. So rather than being a Got Packer it. fan, I, I was a Bears fan, which is you know a death wish over there, as you can imagine. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I digress. So, <laughs> and this is I think because we on this show we're always encouraging our listeners to, uh, as we like to say, experiment and have fun. Uh, just create your own thing. So I'm always curious on the experimental and the creation process, how everybody does it a little bit different. Did you start with a base and add to it, or did you just start mixing things together to create something? Yeah. So, you know, some of them we started with the base, and some of them we started mixing kind of stuff together. My two other business partners, Lori and Kelly. So Kelly's really kind of been the main chef. Like I like to kind of joke, too, is, I'm the official taste tester Nice um, when it kind of comes to it. And so she's been really um, an amateur professional cook, if you kind of will. So what's kind of nice, though, is it's like, of course, like I can say what tastes good and what we're trying to kind of do. And we've experimented with our own, you know, during tailgating. But then she's really kind of the connoisseur that can kind of bring everything together and to kind of be able to do that. So it's been a little bit of both, but that's also been kind of fun. Um, you know, again, going through that journey too. How many are instant wins or do you, do you have a bunch of, you know, are there, are there 56 other <laughs> attempts that got thrown out? <laughs> yes, there, there are quite a, I would say the two hardest ones to really kind of get right were the Bloody Mary spice blend and then the red zone spicy. Cause the, the Bloody Mary one is you can make Bloody Marys with it. You can rim them, which is kind of a little easier to do, but we were trying to also like we make Bloody Mary meatloaf or Bloody Mary burgers or meatballs. Mm, And so so with that too is, you know, think about drinking a Bloody Mary. You have so many complex different levels of flavor that you're trying to kind of go through and then blending those together and then you get into food science. And the same thing with spicy is that, you know, you you want something that kind of blends with multiple kind of things, doesn't get, you know, uh, blended out by certain foods. So, it gets, you know, I've even learned a lot kind of going into it. You know, it's one thing to kind of be messing around with stuff that actually tastes good in the tailgate lot. But then when you have to start getting into the food science and start even talking about temperature and storage and bottling, all of that kind of stuff. 
and me being kind of a serial entrepreneur, it was super fun to kind of dive into that and start to learn some of those new things and apply those to this company. Ben, I'm curious because I know I've seen this happen with other companies and they have like a signature sauce or a signature seasoning and they decide to take it uh, retail and then they have to meet to certain government standards and restrictions and things like that. And it changes the flavor because of preservatives and, and, and regulations of what they're allowed to put. It's kind of like tequila you have in Mexico is completely different than tequila you have in the United States, right? Um, did you run into any of those kind of situations where you had to alter your, your seasoning and that it altered the taste so that you were able to sell it commercially? Yeah. So, you know, Megan, luckily not really. Um, you know, again, like we of course had to kind of alter, you know, get because when you get into food grade stuff, there are kind of things. I guess what I'm saying is like the, the flavor didn't really get altered because when we were kind of making these ourselves, either we were sometimes starting with other people's seasoning and then kind of doing them and then even making our own. And really with our line, we wanted to. So all of our formulas are gluten free. All of our formulas except um, the Bloody Mary one uh, is vegan, ironically enough. All of them don't have MSG. So we wanted to start with something kind of fresh because that's how we used to kind of make them or we started with those. So that actually helped us, though, when you're talking about there, because a lot of the different type of taste come from the fillers and the chemicals that either people put into them to, you know, again, put in fillers so you don't have to put as much spice into there or a ton of just chemicals for various reasons and things like that. But if you do it right you really don't have to sometimes kind of do those things. It's just kind of the quality of the product. And, and it sounds like you started from the beginning with the idea of going commercial. So you're, you know, it's not like what you create in your backyard and then all of a sudden people go, I'd sell this if you could make it sellable. So I could see exactly. where that makes it. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely makes yep, it. Exactly. And then we've kind of got this, so we're, we're talking right now, you know, we're in a bunch of kind of the smaller stores and a couple like mini chains that we're about to announce, announce here. We just got an agreement. Um, nice. so we're going to be kind of, you know, again, getting out there further and hope to kind of expand. And then we've also, you know, again, you can see us at different festivals and events. And we're also now getting the kind of corporate gifting, which has just been kind of a fun thing that kind of came out of nowhere, um, where we're actually can co-brand on people's, um, other kind of companies or brands onto the bottles and our gift boxes. And you can have, you know, a fun Minnesota made, you know, again, kind of product that's got sports theme. And, you know, affordable to different kind of corporate gifting or things like that, too. So That's cool. We've got some exciting things to Again, here in the marketing background is really helping you out a lot of that, too, with that <laughs> continue to expand. It's awesome. Yes. So, uh, and I don't want to get into to too much logistical stuff, Ben, because I know that can get a little uh, a little weird. By the way, Ben from Tailgate Spices, uh, official sponsor or a partner, I should say, with Minnesota Vikings joining us right now on the barbecue show. But one of the things we've run into when we talk to other people that have gotten into spices and sauces and things like this is distribution. They always say, yeah, we've got plenty of places that'd love to carry us. We just don't know how to get the logistical parts of the dist- Is that Has that been a problem for you guys? Or- I, mean, I mean, honestly, starting in the middle of COVID when you're on the bottom of everybody's list and, you know what I mean, uh, <laughs> the distribution was already an issue. Absolutely. It, honestly, it sucked there for a while and and, you know also kind of creating we had to create those relationships to kind of do that so no i mean you're not wrong there it's one thing to make something but then it's another to get it bottled then it's another then to just you know begin distribute it and to deal with the supply chain with the amounts that we're doing that's the other thing too is you know making in our kitchen and kind of making on the in the tailgate spot that sounds fun and you can do some small batches in your kitchen, but when we start pushing the volume that we're looking at and you start talking to different grocery stores or vendors, 
obviously need a lot more. So yeah, definitely a lot of hurdles we kind of had to go through and still are, you know, again, definitely it's always a revolving thing because it's a lot of times out of our hands and sometimes even out of our manufacturer's hands when it comes to different supply chains or different issues that are out there that we have to react to. So it's a, it's a uh, well, it's a full blown business, and that takes a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts. It, it really does. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Oh, I was, I was going to take us away from the business part of the conversation. Actually, I was going to start asking about you. What do you like to barbecue on? What what's your favorite kind of meat to barbecue and grill? Yeah, my favorite is beef. So that that's the one I end up using all the time. I'm a huge, you know, again, yeah, beef guy. If it's you know, again, steaks or briskets, even burnt ends, burgers, anything that has beef, I love. Um, so, you know, again, we do a ton of beef, you know, again, there, I actually really do, you know, again, love chicken with our spice on it. I just, just like sometimes most, sometimes chicken can get quite, uh, you know what I mean? Like regulatory or bland yep, there. So yep. I do like to kind of do that a little bit, but I will honestly, uh, my biggest one is definitely beef. 100%. Now, did you, I, I'm, you're with brisket and everything else. I'm right there with you, by the way. Did you, um, always barbecue? Is it just a tailgate kind of barbecue guy? And where, where, where did that love for barbecuing itself start? Yeah, so a little bit of both. Like, you know, I mean, I kind of got to really love it at tailgating. You know, honestly, when I was a teenager, my dad, like, my dad and I both love the Vikings, and it's kind of been our thing. And so we started tailgating when I was, you know, again, younger and really just loved, you know, the whole atmosphere. Like, one of the, one of the taglines and one of the things that we like to say at Tailgate Spices is, you know, again, take the the passion of tailgating home with you. You know, we're bottling that fun. We're bottling that passion. Mm-hmm. And so I really kind of just, you know, fell in love with it. And then, you know, getting your own grill at home, getting your green egg and your smoker and stuff like that. My dad loved to kind of do that. So I just kind of went alongside with that as well and then kind of just, you know, took it a step further as well. So it, it kind of it, it went along with that father-son thing that I that I bond that I had with my dad, not only at the Vikings, but then continued that at home. Love that. With a piece of tailgating of the Vikings. What are you smoking on now, can I ask? What was that? What do you grill or smoke on now? Um, a green egg. Yep. Okay. I love I love the yeah. green egg, yeah. I'm old yeah, school. Yeah, so I, I, I really do, yeah. And my dad, you know, I mean, my dad's kind of a, you know, again, he's got the little old school kind of uh, smoker. Actually, it's kind of funny. He just upgraded and I had to go over there and try and show him all the new technology with it. And he's getting <laughs> frustrated and maybe wanted to go back. But, uh, but yeah, I, I personally kind of use a green egg right now. So. Okay. That's very, I always love to learn about what everybody else is using and what they, pre, what they, yeah. where, you know, where they find their passion. Because sometimes it's about being passionate because of charcoal, like Jake over here or whatever it yeah. may be. It, everybody's got their uh, everybody's got their start in their thing. So let me ask this quickly uh, before we uh, get to the end and wrap things up here, Ben. What are, uh, what's the future look like for Tailgate Spices, and what's it look like for Ben? Yeah, well, so for Tailgate Spices, you know, honestly, just keep growing and you know, begin learning. Like I said, we're getting into kind of some more corporate gifting. You're going to see us in a bunch more stores, kind of coming up here. We've got some exciting partnerships. Um, obviously, we also do a ton of the events with the Viking players. So if you ever want to kind of come hang out with some Viking legends and have some great food, uh, you know, check out minnesotasportslegends.com or mnsportslegends.com. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, and so honestly, pretty much where the business goes, I go. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, my life is kind of surrounded about, you know, around my businesses. Um, you know, my wife, Emily, is very supportive of it. We have two little dogs, and we actually even have a pet pig uh, named Scully. <laughs> 
So he is kind of our mascot a little bit, nice. um, and we kind of take him to events as well. So. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Scully the pig gets a little nervous, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, hey, yeah. wait, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> we, we kind of do the whole campaign, and we kind of have some fun with it, kind of like the Chick-fil-A, eat more chicken or eat right. more. Oh, know, I love cows. it. So we kind of do that. Yeah, eat more chicken, eat more beef is his motto. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, Ben, listen, uh, best of luck in the future. I hope everything continues to uh, to rock and roll. Uh, if it were me, I wouldn't tell people that the spice, the seasoned salt is the same. I'd let them think that it's all different. Because, <laughs> you know, the, the cheeseheads will be like, oh, this is way better than that Viking oh, spice. Oh, without a doubt. True. Yeah. yeah it would be actually great. We could do even a blind taste test and see, you know what I mean, what people say. That's always funny. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I think it would be hilarious. That's for sure. Well, listen, uh, good luck and continued success. And uh, we can't thank you enough for the time today. I really appreciate you guys having me. And again, you know, check us out, tailgatespices.com. I um, really kind of appreciate it, and have a good one, guys. Cool. All right. Thanks a lot, Ben. Skull. Yeah, go Vikings. Yep. Yeah, what a cool concept. Yeah. All those different spices. And relatively new. I mean, obviously the marketing uh, part of his job, or his uh, his full-time job, really helped him take off and get that partnership with the Vikings right away, too. So getting that's cool. The, yeah, getting that partnership with the Vikings helps a lot, for sure. So, uh, again, you can check him out. Uh, tailgatespices.com. Uh, kind of a nice little variety. And reasonably priced, too. So, it's uh, kind of a cool thing. So, uh, you two could do the same thing. You can create your own sauce, your own spice, and uh, all you, know, you got to do is experiment and have fun. Now go fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show. Hashtag. With Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.